0: It's time for another Scripted Conversation with Paula, Bruce, and Randy. Okay, welcome to our first uh, Scripted Conversation podcast, and this is Paula Neidlinger along with my co-hosts and authors, Bruce Reicher and Randy Toms. So, welcome everybody. And Randy and Bruce, welcome. You want to go ahead and introduce yourselves tonight for our first podcast.
1: Okay, Bruce, you go first. (laughs) All right. Uh, Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Bruce Reicher. I'm a technology teacher in northern New Jersey, right outside of New York City. I've been a teacher for 26 years, and I've been teaching at my middle school for the past 14 years. I teach 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Uh, digital Citizenship in sixth, Python Coding in seventh, and eighth grade uh, TV production. How about you, Randy?
2: Yeah, my name is Randy Toms. I teach in Indianapolis, Indiana. I've been teaching for 25 years at the elementary level, and I am a technology-slash-media-slash-communications teacher um, for an elementary school in Indianapolis. And uh, I teach any everything... To do with radio or television broadcasting and di- digital design.
0: And I am Paula Neidlinger, and uh, I, uh, oh, I'm a retired media teacher now, and uh, was uh, teaching in the Plymouth School Corporation uh, media. Uh, radio and television uh, for almost 30 years. So uh, we're uh, really happy to be here. This is our first episode. And uh, if you're not already familiar, we just uh, recently uh, published our first book called Scripted, And tonight, this is really just uh, our first conversation uh, to talk a little bit about what we're doing in the classroom uh, with media and hope to help all of you out there with uh, some ideas that you can do uh, using the scripted book or uh, just uh, using digital tools. So, uh, Randy Bruce, why don't you guys go ahead and take it away and uh, get started.
1: I mean, when we started the book two years ago, the interesting part with the three of us is we're in three totally different locations, two people in Indiana, one people in New Jersey. And I think before remote tools was a thing, the three of us were actually leveraging remote tools by sharing a Google Doc that all of us were on in real time and doing Google Meet you know, at the same time. And Randy, that's what every single day since Friday the 13th last March, that's what I've been doing with my students who knew that we would all be remote
2: yeah I mean that that was definitely um, an interesting you know that we got an opportunity to kind of work with those this technology for what was it a year year and a half while we write in the book and then whoever who would ever think that you know March 13th you know and by now we'd have first graders zooming in and, and, and you know all the way up through you know college uh, in the business world and in and our world now is, is using these uh, digital tools to communicate. And it's exactly right up our alley with what we're doing with broadcasting and, uh, and media. And just the fact that, you know, it, we, we adapted quickly uh, from, you know, I felt like all the teachers were still adapting quickly. But even as a media teacher, it really changed my teaching to a point where i had to really really think ahead of okay they're going to be using this technology how do i teach it to them remotely you know and so you know finding the tools that what i found the past few months has just it's helped me with my my lessons but it's also helped me with you know in in my broadcasting and, and help and helping develop this you know the, those skills that uh, i might not have been uh, getting getting done with the years before when we didn't have the, the, the technology we've been using to, uh, the past few weeks or months.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And I think I kind of break it up into two sections of tools. Like there are teacher tools that we're using for teaching. And then, well, what kind of tools are we doing to reach the kids when the kids are not in front of us and I just can't lean over someone and you know show them exactly how to work like a piece of equipment? Mm-hmm. And I know from a teaching side, and Paula, everyone you know, has kind of evolved in this, and we were doing it when we first started writing the book. I used two monitors the whole time, whether it was two laptops or regular monitors. And now in the whole country, that's actually become a thing of they're trying to, there's nonprofits to help teachers get two monitors instead of one, just so they could see the students on one monitor while they're seeing what they're sharing on the other monitor.
0: Correct. Right. So if somebody isn't actually teaching media in the classroom, I mean, we've been fortunate because that was actually our forte. That's what we were doing. Um, I'm sure some uh, you know, people that are listening are going, so what are some things I could do in my classroom uh, just using media in general, just for the general classroom? What are some things that you are doing right now that you think you know would be helpful that we maybe included in our book? But now maybe we've discovered some other things that we didn't actually put in our book that you guys are using.
2: You know I mean go ahead, no, go ahead
1: Randy. Okay. I, I mean I th- I think the biggest thing is we've always in the book it was a big theme of like use what you have. And I think for forget the media teacher, but just a regular teacher, what am I going to start with? It's just regular things that maybe you did of kids raising hands to do like exit tickets. You could do that very easily by having them record audio or turning the camera on whatever device they're using and just start doing some of those things with like multimedia instead of in the past, you might've had them just raise their hand for an exit ticket.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the biggest, the biggest tool that's been such an asset to me is such a simple tool. And it's, it's a screen. It's a screen. Ca, it basically records your screen, but it's called vidyard, uh, vidyard.com V I D V-I-D-Y-A-R-D. Y A R D. This thing has just, uh, this software has just, saved my life with recording my screen and my my online lessons recording my webcam at the same time if i need it but what i love about it is i can hit the record button walk through all the steps on a software i might be teaching for example WeVideo. video if there's a certain skill i want them to learn in WeVideo, video i can record it and within seconds after i press the stop button after i'm done with the lesson i've got a url i can copy and i can i can I could paste that into my, my Canvas page, or I could, or I could say, or I could uh, put it into a Seesaw page, whatever the kids need. But that video is there for them to see, which, which it, it's it's so quick. There's no processing time. It's just it goes that quick where the kids can get uh, my lesson at the click, and the lesson's there for whoever else wants to go back and look at it. So Vidyard's been a big, big tool that I've utilized since March.
0: And I know you mentioned that before is vidyard uh, free or is there any cost to it uh
2: I haven't paid it I, I haven't paid a dime and it has um i've i it's i've got hours of lessons on it and, and you can title your lessons and it goes into your library and they're there and the, and the and the link's there so i i'm actually you know, we're coming around to this time of year when, when it started last year. I'm starting to see lessons coming up, and I'm literally just copying the link and putting it in because the lesson's already taught.
1: Yeah, that, that's fantastic. I have to actually use it. I haven't used that particular tool. Uh, when I've d- been doing a lot of lessons that I want the kids to follow. I've been actually using this uh, website called IORAD, I-O-R-A-D. Mm-hmm. I-O-R-A-D.com, and it's pretty cool it actually copies the clicks that you're doing on the screen so if you were showing someone to go to you know file save and then click something else it actually makes a little loop movie of those uh, particular clicks that you're doing and it also gives you a pdf at the same time and you know we can talk about all of these different tools that we use but i think people who are listening use not only what your school has but what you're comfortable with, and what is the easiest workflow for you. And then just stay with that one tool because I see in my own school, you know, there's just, you don't need 10 different screen recording tools. It's like overabundance of all of these different tech tools, which is great. You know, when it was COVID, they were all free. Everybody tried them. But um, I guess I'm saying everyone get your own, you know, tool chest of what works for you and what you're comfortable with. And then just, stay with that one tool.
2: I agree.
0: Right, and I mean, and I think as media teachers, we probably, you know, we're the people that kind of go off and we keep trying a lot of things. And um, I think when we find things though, it's always good to share. So for instance, I'm not familiar actually with either one of those. So, um, you know, it's something that I want to check out. Uh, I know in our book we specifically mentioned um, and kind of have a uh, partnership with WeVideo and Wakelet and Backbone Radio. So uh, for maybe people that aren't familiar with any of those or only one or so, um, maybe we should talk a little bit about how we use those particular uh, programs right now in our schools. So uh, let's talk about those. Who'd like to get started? Bruce, Uh, you want
2: to start with Wakelet?
1: uh, Sure, I'll take Wakelet, definitely. Um, I actually just finished today teaching a professional development class on media in the classroom and wakelet is my go-to to to put all my resources in one place if you never used it before it's a free website and app and they call it a curation site so you could put text youtube videos links uh, flipgrid shorts videos you can make up to a 10 minute video in it and basically you have everything in one place and what's really terrific about it too is you can collaborate with other teachers or your students could collaborate with each other and build out um, these sites of collections Um, and it's such a useful tool for me because when i go to all different places now i just know i could go to my wakelet site everything's there and my favorite part of it is i can easily not only access it from my phone but if i have if i want to try a vineyard and put it in a collection I can go to that site and in two clicks get it right into a collection in Wakelet, and then you know go play around with it later. So, uh, Wakelet is a great site, free, very easy to use, and um, I think it's a must for me now that I have everything, all my bookmarks, all my collections, um, on a, on a Wakelet site. Uh, how about WeVideo, Randy?
2: Oh, WeVideo, where do I start? Sure. Um, <laughs> we video it, it changed my world four or five maybe five years ago now uh, you know I was looking for a video editing software that you know elementary kids could use fairly easily and you know I was getting the upper grades fifth and sixth grade we were trying to use the iMovie but there just weren't enough uh, Macs around and uh, so I and, th- and then we had a Movie Maker on on the on the on the PCs and. Uh, and on the Windows machines the kids had and that was okay. It was a little bulky. But when the kids got these Google drives, you know, and they all got their, their own drive and their name, I discovered We Video and I'll tell you what, the streamlining We Video has done with Google is amazing. And whatever the kids take visually, whether it's a video, a picture, a sound they're recording, whatever goes into their drive can easily at the click of a button be uploaded into WeVideo, video and so we do all of our video editing for or second we're starting second grade this year second graders are using it now second through sixth grade is using WeVideo video some some way in my classroom i'm more of a special area teacher so when they come to see me for their special area class we have different projects they're working on uh, from you know the second graders are doing a simple weather report they'll tell what the weather is for the for the next few days and they'll put an image in above, above their shoulder that they create, and it's all in WeVideo. Uh, WeVideo has um, become the backbone of my media classroom. they in the editing, um, it's, it's very uh, intuitive. The students learn it very quickly, and there's, the, the students will come up and show you new things they've discovered about uh, WeVideo, which has been, been amazing. Uh, I would highly recommend it with because of the ease of it and the one thing I love about WeVideo is the co- the copyright free search button they have um, where you can go search videos uh, pictures sounds whatever you need copyright free they have you can search it inside inside of their software and it will pop up which it makes it absolutely amazing and um, it's they do have a free version that has a watermark I believe but I think the more you play with it, the quickly you're going to want to influence your school or your school district to uh, to, to purchase it. And it's pretty affordable for schools.
0: Oh, right. And uh, I think people need to know, too, you're elementary, so you literally have first graders using WeVideo.
2: I, well, not, not first grade yet, but... Uh, almost. Almost. Second, <laughs> almost. Second grade. I do have second grade yeah. through sixth grade. But what's funny, when I started using we video i started using we video with fifth and sixth graders and the past years it seems like every year i'm adding another grade level because i'm finding something that that you know these kids can do using it and, and right. it, the earlier they get involved with it the more familiar they get with they get with the software and they they can they can create whatever they want and i i don't want to go through all the different ideas i have on just one episode i could spill everything that we do with with we video <laughs> right. but I think I'll save those for other episodes. But right. it's it's amazing what you can do with it. And I'm constantly every day saying, oh, we could we could do that in we video. Like uh, I had a sixth grade, uh, just today, it's it spreading to other teachers in our building, which I love because the teachers are like, well, the kids are teaching me. And I said, well, that's awesome. And they're like, well, we're studying silhouettes. Well, these kids, they they put together these sixth graders put together these silhouettes, like a minute to a minute and a half long. She gave them that stipulation. And they they edit it in WeVideo and they uh, they're uploading them to them to her and she's sending them to me and they're going on our news our newscast the siloquy you know it's the sixth grade soliloquy time so all of these kids are. Um, you know, getting hands-on experience through WeVideo, which is amazing, which is um, getting involved with other subjects as well. Right,
0: and WeVideo has a podcast component as well, so, um, you know, for people that maybe aren't, you know, experienced or so forth in in video itself, um, you know, just the podcasting component is something else to think about.
1: I think the other Another important thing too uh, with WeVideo and I'm, I know all three of us are big WeVideo users and there's so many different parts to it, but a really important part is there is a paid section to it. However, that paid section, you could run on any device including very affordable Chromebooks Mm -hmm. um, and it runs no problem, even though it's a web-based program. So to me, one of the best parts of it is it can run on Windows, Mac, phones, iPads any type of tablet, and uh, I think that's really important, especially with remote learning, if you're lucky enough to have Chromebooks at home, you know, with your school, but who knows what the students are working on at home. Right. And we video will work on any platform, and I think that's key. I agree. On the other- How about, uh, uh, ba- yeah, how about back- Backbone, Backbone Radio, Paula? Yeah,
0: Backbone, um, actually, that's what we're using right now for everybody out there. Um, but we're actually using something kind of unique through Backbone, which is called Lucy Global. And uh, Bruce and Randy are actually uh, calling in from their phone uh, using an application called Lucy Global, which uh, enables them to actually sound like they're right here in the studio. And uh, Backbone Radio is an Internet radio station that both Randy and I use uh, at our schools, and... Um, and I've been using Backbone for about five years now. Uh, Randy, for what, two? Two or three now, I think? Uh,
2: I think this is our third. Yeah, third so I guess, year. It,
0: I guess I've been using it for maybe six, <laughs> six or seven or what, uh, so yeah. far. Um, but uh, Backbone Radio has enabled both of us to have radio stations in our school that are uh, internet radio. And. Um, we are part of uh, the IBS network, which is the intercollegiate broadcasting system. And uh, we have students uh, both at the elementary and middle school level that uh, record radio programs daily. Uh, we do sports broadcasting and live remotes from uh, dances uh, to community uh, functions, uh, about anything you can think of. So um Randy, you want to talk a little bit about your radio because you do some really cool things like Vinyl Fridays. Uh, if you want to talk yeah. about that, that's like my favorite part. So,
2: yeah, Paula presented in our school district years ago, and one summer, and she showed She introduced Backbone Radio, and I said, I got to, I got to look into this. So, you know, a few year, a couple years later, we ended up getting Backbone Radio put into our school, and it runs on a Mac, which is uh, very simple. And the kids put together their own shows, their own, uh, they, 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 they turn music, they, uh, they uh, talk about the weather, the sports. We've done sports broadcasting of sixth grade basketball games. We've, uh, we do a, a Pinewood Derby at the end of the year. We've broadcasted that out live. Uh, some of their uh, musical programs we broadcasted out live and the, the parents can tune in from the house and, and listen if they want or anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our favorite things is every Friday morning, the kids do a radio contest at 735 every Friday morning. And as the kids are walking in the building and the classes are getting ready for their day, they do a 20 minute radio show where they play five songs. The class, they, the classes have to, uh, you know, they give them clues to the songs and the artists and they, you know, it becomes a contest of who can guess all the artists and songs. And we integrate that into our television program for picking the winner. We spin a wheel on, uh, uh, on the classes that all got the guesses right. We, in a wheel, decides who gets the golden record um, for the next week to hang outside their door. Uh, and then the rest of Fridays, the kids actually turn vinyl records. We plugged an old Teacher turn turntable into the uh, soundboard for for Backbone Radio and the, the the classrooms to tune in and parents tune in on Fridays to listen to their kids uh, play um, their old vinyl records that we 45s that we find at you know pretty cheap through half price books and things like that so it's definitely gotten the kids uh, writing scripts which has been awesome researching artists which has been incredible. And just learning an appreciation for the craft of um, speaking, mm-hmm. so it's been a plus in my in my classroom quite a bit.
0: Yeah, and I love I love radio. Uh, the great thing about Backbone is uh, they call it you know their uh, I guess their tag is really radio anywhere, and uh, that is uh, kind of what it's about. Like I literally carried my computer and my audio board and my microphone down here uh i'm kind of housed in florida right now so i can take it with me anywhere i go and still have a radio show which is uh the coolest part about this so you know if uh, we'd take this out to the football field we could take it to a dance we can literally take it anywhere with us which is the unique part about uh internet radio
2: and that's that's what was awesome through the whole covid time is last March, you know, the, 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 the computer came to my house and I played the soundboard and I plugged it in and, you know, and we zoomed, the kids zoomed in and the show went on. The kids were in their house, but we still, we still did live shows, um, for, um, for our school and on Friday mornings and the, 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 the kids could tune in from home on their computers and, And still play along, which they loved. And And Backbone's been a great great
0: supporter of our schools. Um, In fact, uh, you know they're 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 giving us a really good deal right now for any schools that sign up. Uh, They're providing a whole kit for people to get started. So, uh, you know, they give you the Mac and the board and uh, you know the basic microphone, uh, kind of at a discounted price, just to help schools, especially right now with everything that's going on. So. Uh, great customer service, great company, and um, I know uh, Randy and I have been very fortunate uh, that our corporations have supported us uh, with the radio programming right now. And Bruce, we're still you know, waiting for you to get started.
1: <laughs> you know, the three tools that we talked about tonight, Backbone Radio, Video and Wakelet, if you really think about it, it was not the purpose of any of those companies, but they fit perfectly into remote learning. right? Because you could be any place and doing any of those three tools as long as you possibly have Wi-Fi in your computer and a microphone or Mm -hmm. headphones and you're ready to go. And just think about, we've all been in this for a while of like where we started, when everything was on standalone, you had to go into a room, you had to use specific equipment that saved to a hard drive. Um, So again, those tools were not made for remote learning, but if you really think about it, they fit themselves in perfectly, mm-hmm. you know, into remote learning. Where a lot of people in the country right now, that's that's where they're at. It doesn't matter which model they're in. At some point, your students are home in your home, and you have to create media with them. And all three of those tools work perfectly.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, what are some? Uh, you know, I know we, you know, just personally, we've all talked about some of our. I don't know, favorite uh, projects that we've done and so forth. And um, so you know, I'm thinking tonight, why don't we talk about maybe some of the favorite things that we've done so far with our students um, that maybe you've done remote learning or maybe even uh, you've adapted based on what you did before.
2: <coughs> you want to go, Bruce, or you want me to go? Uh, sure, I'll take, I'll take
1: that one first. Okay, guys.
0: <laughs> I can't go because I'm not teaching anymore, so go ahead. <laughs>
1: I mean, I've been on remote learning the whole year with my students. So this TV studio that we built in the school, unfortunately we can't take the whole studio with us any place. So we're not doing a live show anymore. However, we're still going through all the same concepts of developing stories about the school. A lot of the stories are about COVID and how everybody is dealing with it. And with WeVideo, we're piecing together um, our shows of Having it all be pre recorded instead of live. Uh, but it's great. The students are still learning the, scu- the skills. Um, they're able to tell stories of their own stories and more stories in the community, maybe, that we didn't do as much. We've more focused on the school uh, before this. And we, we're ending up uh, putting out a weekly show uh, every single week uh, using WeVideo. And we try to keep it to about four stories, 10 minutes and uh, have a variety of things, whether it's uh, music and some things from guidance uh, with health and wellness. And then of course the stories that the students pick uh, where they pick their own topic. So right now that's what I'm involved in the most of switching over from a live show every single day to doing a show uh, once a week where the content can be a little bit richer because you're really taking time of, you know what are the stories you're going to put together um, as opposed to having a story to play every single day so the quality of the show has uh, gotten much better and right now that that's what uh, has really been uh, my focus with media how about you randy
0: whoops randy we lost you randy I'm we still can't here, hear you i hear you bruce but i can't hear randy all right well bruce keep talking till randy comes back <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah like I was saying it's been uh it's been a big transition uh how we're doing media in fact, I had done the live show for twelve years uh, so to switch over to this it's, it's been fine uh, it's a little bit different, and just like everybody else, you know what different is okay, and you do the best that you can with you know with what you have and I think that's basically what everybody is doing right now, trying to figure out ways to leverage. Exactly what they can, uh, you know, with remote learning and while having the kids still learning all the school, all the skills, uh, you know, doing video production, uh, you know, and an audio production at the same time.
0: Are you back, Randy? I don't know where Randy went. <laughs> Oops, wait, hang on a minute. He's calling in again here. Hang on a minute. Randy, are you there? <laughs> I don't know where Randy went. Are you here? <laughs> I don't know what happened to Randy. Hang on a minute out here. Hang on, everybody.
1: Well, this has I, been everybody's lessons with I, teaching since Friday the thirteenth. So we go with the flow, I know. and we'll we'll be able to uh, we'll be able to get him back on.
0: Yeah. Are you back there, Randy? I don't know what happened to Randy. <laughs> Hang on minute, so, here. Paula,
1: how about you and I, maybe we wrap it up because we're right at like a half hour and then we can edit it back a little bit. Of... Yeah, we can
0: do that. Yeah. Yeah. Randy, you there? I don't know. I actually don't know what happened to him. Hang on a minute. Randy? Huh. Randy? Yeah, I'll have to edit this now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it keeps how about how about in. you and
1: i wrap it up though and we'll yeah. we'll 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 make it work
0: randy um i don't know where he's at um yeah we can wrap it up um yeah we're at about 27 minutes right now is where we're at 27.50, actually
1: so um, it's been a it's been a fantastic episode for our first episode of you know scripted conversations. And I know the three of us had spoken uh, that we wanted to really be a conversation. And this reminds me a lot of when we started the book. I think the first two months of writing scripted, uh, we really didn't write anything. It was more conversations with the three of us of which tools we used and how we use them and really learning from each other. And we hope that's what everybody can get out of uh, our radio show podcast that we're going to be uh, producing that, hopefully you can learn a new tool, take back to your school, back to your students, and just go slow do one tool at a time and try not to get overwhelmed with all the with all the tech tools that are out there. What would be one piece of advice that you would give educators uh, for using media to wrap it up, Paula.
0: Um, I think just like you said, I think uh, keep an open mind, uh, you know, a positive mindset, uh, you know, don't be afraid to try new things, Uh, you know, they don't always work, but that's okay, Uh, there's a lot out there right now, and kind of uh, like you alluded to, you know, don't, don't try everything at once, just uh, try a couple things at the beginning, good, get you know, learn them first before you move on to something else, so, um, And, you know, so our... true.
1: And I so true. And I really think all of us, we have the best resource, whether it's on a Zoom screen or really in front of us in the classroom. Rely on the students. If they know how to do some of these things, let them make the tutorials. Let them show the other teachers and also show you that, as Randy said earlier, uh, I, too, I learn things from students every single day of how do you do that? Where would you get that from? How do you create that? Uh, It's still happening, even though I know the software pretty well. There's always new things uh, that everybody could learn.
0: Right. Um, And our goal here is uh, to uh, produce a new podcast each week. And we do plan on having several guests as we move on. and uh, looking forward to uh, talking to some of our fellow cohorts and those that have uh, graciously had us on their podcasts as well. So we're looking forward to having them on ours. Uh, We will be posting these to our website, which is www.scriptededucators.com, and uh, we will have uh, a podcast link on our website as well. So... um, And we also have uh, book information on our website uh, through uh, EduMatch Publishing, which is where a a book is published through. Randy, are you there? I hear you. I hear your dog.
1: Oh, that's actually me. Believe it or not, is that your dog? My dog.
0: Yeah, my dog has been hearing.
1: No, my dog has been hearing people outside, and she doesn't even bark that often. Oh, I thought that was Randy. But she's wanted to be part of our podcast here.
0: (laughs) Well, what's her name? What's her name? uh, Luna. Oh, (laughs) welcome, Luna.
1: Luna is the the dog that she's looking at me right now. But uh, now, thanks so much. I hope everybody enjoyed our first episode, and uh, we can't wait to share more tips with you. And uh, to get tips from guests that we'll have uh, in coming weeks on how they create media with students.
0: Correct. And thanks again, Bruce and Randy. And uh, this has been uh, Paula, Bruce, and Randy. And uh, again, uh, we will uh, hope to talk again next week. And thanks again for everybody for joining us. And uh, we are signing off.
1: Have a good week, everybody.
0: Scripted conversation with Paul use and Lady.